0: Pilar and her family may have been poor, but they had each other. She loved her five siblings and her mother, but her real hero was her father. When she was five, he'd gotten out of Mexico City to America, where he lived a glamorous life and sent back money for his family. We never talked to
1: him. We only knew that he loved us through letters. And every time the mail came and all my brothers and I would gather around my mother and read those beautiful letters, and I remember him calling me um, his little princess and things like that. He was my role model. I was born with a dislocated hip, so I limp when I walk. I was young and I I always wanted to wear high heels. So I figured, okay, if I go to United States, my dad might help
0: me to get a surgery and then, you know, get that fixed. She thought of the opportunities in America and couldn't wait to sashay down the American streets in high heels with her handsome American father. And I looked at myself in the mirror and pretended that I speak
1: English. You know, it was something that I really wanted so bad.
0: Pilar found her father's number and called him. She had never actually spoken to him since he left. And then
1: I asked my dad, Dad, can you help me go to the United States so I can have my surgery? And they he said, oh, okay, that's fine. And then that's when I told my mom, and my mom just like, she cried, and she said, mija, don't go. Please, don't go.
0: But Pilar was 18 and nothing could change her mind. Her father bought her a plane ticket from Mexico City to Tijuana and said that he would meet her at the airport.
1: He looked quite different, you know, he looked smaller. <laughs> it wasn't the person I was expecting to see.
0: Her father seemed colder than she remembered him. Of course. He didn't want a reunion. He just wanted to go. Then he say okay are you
1: ready? I'm like, I'm ready for what? And then he
0: said we're gonna cross the border and we're gonna cross illegally. Pular didn't know what that meant. Her father had a green card, so she thought that he would have a visa waiting.
1: So the next day in the morning, we got an a truck. He had brought up from United States. They drove the truck up to the border crossing, trying to act casual. So when we tried to cross, they stopped us, and they say, okay, where are you going? And then they asked me something in English, and of course, I didn't know anything in English. And then they said, Get out the car. I was already shaking. I'm like, what's going to happen to me? Then one of the immigration ladies say, okay, you come with me.
0: They separated Pilar from her father and took her to a room to interrogate her. The immigration officer got her gun
1: out and put it on my my head and say, you don't tell me your name. I'm going to kill you right here. And I'm like, no. I couldn't lie. I mean, I never had a person put in a, I never even seen a gun in my life. And then I told her, my name is this person and he's my dad.
0: The officers accepted her confession and convicted her. They threw her in immigration jail.
1: There were children crying because they were hungry and the officer decided, you don't make those kids stop, nobody's gonna eat. So they didn't feed us, they just show us the food and put it on the side and the way they treated us, It was very, you know, it was very sad. They don't know that that we have dreams.
0: After two days, they released Pilar in Tijuana. Her father was already waiting for her there. The first thing he said to her was, It's all your fault. It's all your fault. They gave him a $5,000 fine. And then he
1: told me, you're gonna pay me all that money. You know, I'm like, something's wrong with this person. How a person that say they love me on all those letters will put me through something like this? So then I finally asked him, why do we have to do this? This is so dangerous. And then he said, you want to have the surgery, yes or no? And then I said, yes.
0: Pilar's father paid for a coyote to guide her under a fence across the border through the desert and into San Diego. Pilar walked through the desert twice, and twice she was caught, beaten, and thrown in jail. She watched as other immigrants were screamed at and beaten by police. She said that they shot at anyone who tried to run. And just when she began to think that nothing could be worth all this, Pilar met a woman in the jail who told her that she was going about it all wrong. At the California border, the patrol would leave during shift changes, leaving the border unguarded for five minutes. She said,
1: They ask you anything, just telling you you're going to buy chicken. And then she showed me how to pronounce chicken.
0: Pilar's father drove her to the California border and said that this was her last chance. If she made it, he'd be waiting at the McDonald's across the street from the border patrol. So Pilar waited and watched the first guard leave. She knew she had minutes. She told herself to move her feet. But they seemed stuck. She was too scared. Seconds ticked by. And she finally forced herself to start walking.
1: So as soon as I was crossing, there's the guard coming in that, And then he asked me, where are you going? And then I said, I need chicken. <laughs> and then he said, okay, go ahead. And then I cross and then I run <laughs> to the McDonald's. And then I hide into McDonald's bathroom. And then I start crying and I'm like... Oh. Gosh, I finally made it.
0: After two hours, Pilar's father showed up. They drove to San Mateo, where he lived, and they pulled up in front of a lovely house. But before they walked in, he stopped her. He told me, okay, you're
1: going to say that you are my cousin. I can't say that you're my daughter because she doesn't know. And I'm like, who is she? She said, Well I'm I'm Mary and I have another family. And then that's when I learned, you know, that that all this beautiful story that my mom had created,
0: it wasn't true. Her father had never sent her a single letter. Her mother had forged every one of them.
1: As soon as I could call my mom, I told her. Then she started crying, she say, I I mean, I loved your dad so much, I couldn't tell you guys that he had abandoned us. And then my mom asked me, please don't tell your brothers and sisters because I don't want them to hate him. Two weeks later, he told me you have to go and the sooner the better. And I said, oh my gosh, where am I gonna go? I don't have, I don't know anybody here. I don't speak the language, what am I gonna do? I mean, I helped you to come here. I didn't promise you I was gonna take care of you or any of that. So I just grabbed my stuff and then I just kept walking.
0: She found a park and hid in the bathroom. At night, the janitor locked her in. For two weeks, Pilar went to ESL school in the daytime and hid in the bathroom at night. Sometimes a
1: teacher will give me a cookie or something. I remember one day um, I was on the bench and this lady approached to me and say, why are you crying? You always look so lonely and sad. And then I couldn't hold it and I told her, because I don't have a place to leave. I'm sleeping in the bathroom on San Mateo Park. And she say, no,
0: you can't stay there. The woman let Pilar stay with her for free. She spoke Spanish and she became Pilar's first friend. Her roommate even helped her find a potential job.
1: And there's this couple that they're looking for a housekeeping living, but they only pay $300 a month. I'm like, hook me up with them. So she took me with this amazing couple. My life from that day changed. This this was a mansion. The house had 15 bathrooms. And with the money they were paying me, oh my God, for me, it was a lot of money.
0: The couple, Mr. and Mrs. Miller, thought Pilar was a hard worker, and every month, They raised her pay. She even started thinking about maybe getting her surgery again. But one day, Pilar's father showed up at her school. He'd heard that she was working now, and he said,
1: I just wanted to see how you were doing, and then I wanted to remind you that you owe me some money. And then (laughs) I was in shock. It was like somebody was throwing me a bucket of water. (laughs) He wanted me to pay the fine, the $5,000 the airplane ticket and the money he spent with the coyote so then I told him but the coyote then never helped me I crossed by myself so I had to pay him $15,000 back
0: Pilar mailed her father the payments because she was afraid that if she didn't he might turn her into authorities but thankfully Pilar became close to the Millers who thought of her as part of the family months later she learned enough English to finally tell them her story at the dinner table. They were so proud of her that as a gift, they gave her the rest of the money to completely pay off her father. And I did,
1: and I felt proud of that because I don't I don't know anything to that man.
0: It's been 20 years since Pilar crossed, and she never got her surgery. Instead, she used the money to give herself the life she always wanted. A nice car, I have a beautiful husband. <laughs> Three kids. I'm a Girl Scout leader. But now, what she wants more than anything is the only thing she can't have. Her papers. If she was a citizen, Pilar could cross the border again and visit Mexico. Pilar realizes what her father could never have known. That their real wealth was what they left behind. So if you had to make the choice again, would you still cross? No. No, I wouldn't.
1: I would stay with my poor family, happy, <laughs> struggling maybe every day, but in a secure looming place. United States, I know, is a dreamland for many people, but it's a, you pay you pay high price.